0: I'm your host and your coach, Brittany King, as you already know. So glad you're here. So we've already decided that I'm going to stop asking, how are you doing? Or how are you? It's a very general, overused statement. And I just want to ask you, how are you feeling? I'm going to get in the habit of doing that with myself and with others because even before I started to record this podcast... I was distracting myself and doing everything but recording, and I just needed to drop in and be like, what am I feeling right now? What's going on? And really just expanding my emotional vocabulary. And sometimes with my clients, actually, this is something that I've been doing lately is pulling up a feelings list and asking how you're feeling or how a thought is making you feel. And that can be really tricky because sometimes we say good or bad or sad, and there's actually a different... Emotion and a different vibration that's being created from our thoughts. So it just helps to kind of have that touch point throughout your day. So, how are you feeling? Maybe take a moment before you dive into this episode to just check in, taking a couple breaths just to drop into your body and pay attention. I know that I'm feeling a little anxious, and instead of letting it control me, which it was moments before I started recording. I just needed to acknowledge it and understand that it was coming from my thinking. And it's a really easy way to reset when you can connect to your emotions, to the thoughts that you're having. So we'll save another episode for that because I have a different episode <laughs> planned for you today because this topic came up when I was chatting with my girlfriend, Rachel Turner, about boundaries. And if you haven't listened to the episode about therapy and mental health, make sure you go back. It's a couple episodes. I'll put it in the show notes, but. This came up briefly, and I wanted to dive a little bit more into it because I had some people ask me about boundaries, and this comes up quite often with my clients. So let's dive in because it's a buzzword, and let's just clear it up a little bit because I think boundaries can be confusing, and they don't have to be because they're really simple. So what is a boundary? A boundary is something you create for yourself. It's for you, not against someone. And when you have boundaries, this can create life-changing results. A lot of times people think we set a boundary to control other people, but that's not really the function of a boundary. An emotional boundary is similar to a property boundary. It shows where one house ends and another house begins. It's kind of like drawing a circle around your behaviors and yourself. In the beginning, it kind of feels like a boundary separates us from others. That's why we have a hard time setting them, but it actually does the opposite. A boundary includes a request that you make of someone to change a certain behavior and a consequence of what you'll do to self-protect if they violate that boundary again. So that's the really important piece because it's not about controlling someone because you can't, but you can set a boundary, a request, and a consequence. That is the key a request, and a consequence. So today we're really going to dive into how to empower yourself, improve your relationships, and protect your mental health. Because if you do not set boundaries, you're going to end up doing a lot of things that you don't want to do. And as a result, your energy and time is going to get drained. Now the thing is, this is no one else's responsibility but your own. If you have weak boundaries or none, non-existent boundaries, you're going to feel energetically drained quite often. When we have unhealthy boundaries, we end up feeling like we have to hold everyone else's feelings, but our own. And that can lead to resentment, anger, frustration, anxiety, depression, stress. And that is no bueno. And because personal boundaries promote self-responsibility and empowerment, they actually lead to closer relationships with others and ourself. In contrast, when you have weak boundaries, that promotes enmeshment, which is basically lack of boundary, and that can actually only distance us from others. And that's not what we want because we love connecting, So we need to talk about how and when to set a boundary. That's very important because before you set a boundary, you have to know and be clear about what your personal boundaries are. Going back to the house example, we have a clear line around your home and it makes it easy to know when someone has crossed it. The problem is most of us aren't clear about our personal boundaries. So others are unaware when they have crossed our boundaries. Does that make sense? So If you allow people to yell at you, what is the boundary around that? Do you like being yelled at or do you not like that? And if you say, hey, I don't like when you yell at me. If you yell at me, I'm going to leave. That is a very clear boundary. You know, some people have this boundary in their life and others do not. Now, the other thing about boundaries are they need to be communicated only when someone violates them. So we can't walk around just yelling, these are my boundaries. If you yell at me, if you hit me, I will walk away. Like that kind of just goes without saying. But once the boundary has been violated, then it is up to you to communicate to the person that they have crossed the boundary. And the next step is to clearly state the consequence if they don't stop. So it's really up to you to communicate what's going on. Most people don't communicate it because of people-pleasing. And we don't want the other person to be let down when we set the boundary so like if someone comes into your backyard it's very clear that they violated the boundary unless you invited them but of course if it's an intruder that's a boundary so let's say someone comes into your house and you say if you don't leave the house then i will call the police that's a very clear that's the request and the consequence so there's two steps to effectively set an emotional boundary number one the request Ask someone to stop doing the thing that is infringing on the quote-unquote property. This could be your physical property, but also this is your emotional property. And the second step is the consequence. You have to tell the person what they will do if they don't comply with your request. It's really that simple. The boundaries that you set are meant to protect you emotionally, and that means it's your responsibility to clearly communicate when the violation has occurred. So I think back to when I didn't set boundaries with my old boss who used to yell at me quite often, and I was too afraid to set a boundary. I don't even think I knew what boundaries were back then. And I think that experience actually taught me about boundaries. Now, what I wish I would have said was, listen, if you continue to raise your voice at the time, I'm going to leave the room until you can speak to me calmly. If you continue to raise your voice at me in a meeting, then I will go to HR and discuss the situation. I wish that's what I would have said back then, but you know, I go through those experiences to learn and grow through them. But this ultimately gives your boss a choice, right? They can choose to behave the way that you have requested. And it's, you clearly describe what will happen if the violation occurs. Now, that doesn't mean you can control them because they're still going to do what they're going to do, but at least they know what will happen, what the consequence is, and it's up to you to follow through on that consequence. So another example is a friend who is always late. So you could decide to interpret this behavior as bad or wrong, and you don't want any part of it anymore, right? You can think that it's disrespectful and they don't honor your time, and you could decide that you will no longer get together or even really be friends with this person. So that's very extreme. Another option is just setting a simple boundary. So rather than shutting that friend out of your life completely, you could say something like, hey, I really want to meet with you uh, for lunch today, but I know sometimes you run late. I'll wait 15 minutes for you, but then I'm going to leave. I'm not going to get mad or upset. I just don't want to wait around more than 15 minutes. So it's a very simple boundary, and it allows your friend to be who she wants to be and behave how she chooses to behave while allowing yourself to protect you, your emotions, and your time. So a lot of people confuse requests with boundary issues. And that could look like, I want my girlfriends to call me back when I call them, or I want my partner to take the garbage out, or I want my partner to be more romantic. Now, there's nothing wrong with making these requests and they're okay to make them of other people. But when your happiness depends on them fulfilling this request, you might run into a problem. You can't expect to control other people. And the beauty of it is you don't need to in a situation like I wish my partner would take out the trash, they're not violating your personal or physical space by not honoring your request. So it's not a boundary issue, right? And it's not appropriate to create a consequence. And doing so would just create a bit of manipulation, and we don't want to go down that territory. Boundaries are always coming from a place of love to promote self-kindness and compassion, When you set a boundary, it's not an ultimatum. It's not a way of controlling another person so you can feel better. This never works. It's so disempowering and separating. As you know, you most likely don't like to be controlled, right? You don't like being controlled or forced. And if someone is using a boundary as an ultimatum, then you're actually violating a boundary of the other person. And we want to stay away from that. So this is really important to know that a boundary is not a request. If someone's not violating a boundary, then it's not a boundary. It's a request. And you can have requests, but again, you cannot think that if someone, you need to be happy in order for someone to comply with your request. Because like I said, it's totally disempowering. So why do we have such a hard time setting boundaries? A lot of times, and I know myself included in this, is we don't like to risk losing relationships. Sometimes we're so afraid that If we take care of ourselves and we tell the truth that the other person might get angry, raise your hand if that resonates with you. So in order to avoid the other person losing control, sometimes we stay in the relationship that are based on lies and resentment. And this actually prevents us from having any intimacy in any relationship. I know that having a conversation about a boundary can be super uncomfortable and challenging. It's hard work. It's way easier to not set a boundary and just be angry and resentful, but you completely feel powerless. Setting boundaries is actually the work of true intimacy. This means honoring yourself and what is authentic and true to you, along with the willingness to let other people interpret it the way that they will. This is challenging, but so worth it in the end. Sometimes... We cannot find the courage to have conversations to stay in the relationships. And this just creates more separation and makes relationships very surface level. So if you're listening to the show, chances are you don't like being surface level and you like to be deep and have intimacy. So there might be some boundaries that you need to set. And it's not a big deal. That's just challenging because we f- tend to be people pleasers and we don't want to rock the boat. The thing about not setting a boundary and just continuing to go through your relationship, even though your boundaries have been violated by people that you love and care about, the other end of this is a relationship can end very abruptly, and that is just from a buildup of resentment and hostility. And then we blame the other person for our lack of boundaries. Most likely that person doesn't know that the boundaries exist. So it's our responsibility, like I said, to communicate them. So we must love and honor ourselves enough to tell the people in our lives the truth and set proper boundaries. When you set a boundary, you're just teaching people how you want to be treated. This isn't just for us. It's for the sake of the people that are violating boundary. Often that person is unaware of how you're feeling. So it's not against that person, like I said, but this is for your relationship. This is so you can have a deeper connection because if your boundary is being violated and the other person doesn't know, you have to tell them, you have to communicate it with them. Others don't have to understand or agree with your boundary. And it's important to be prepared for that because when you set a boundary out of love for yourself and the other person, you can tell them the truth without attacking or yelling at them. Your truth has nothing to do with them and you can tell them when setting the boundary is important to you. They don't have to understand it. They might think you're total wackadoo cuckoo crazy. All good. If you have a boundary, it's true, it's authentic and true to you and that's what matters the most. If that person chooses to be upset or hurt, it's not your fault as long as you've approached it from a place of love long as you've approached it from a positive place, as long as you approach it is not against the other person, but for you. What happens in the end is that you can move forward in your relationship from a place of authenticity without resentment. Doesn't that feel so much better when you really get clear on these boundaries and you set them out of a place of love for yourself and others, your relationships become genuine and intimate, and it can really transform the results in your life. I know, I know you, you're worried about being viewed as rude or bad or uncaring when you want to have a boundary conversation. And the irony is that we don't actually get to act the way that we want to act when our boundary is being violated. So when we don't set the boundary, we actually are doing the exact opposite of what we want. Right? So, when you're trying to smile and act like everything's fine, but underneath you're seething and you're angry and you're frustrated, you're acting exactly how you are trying to avoid acting. Isn't that wild? Like what we are avoiding doing by not setting the boundary, we end up doing. That is a brain twister. So, when you tell someone the truth about yourself, you open the space for more honesty and truth. And that is what we want so we can connect deeper to ourselves and those around you. The number one thing I want you to take away from this conversation is boundaries come from a place of love. If you're angry, frustrated, or mad, you're going to want to work through those emotions before you do any boundary work. Write down all of your feelings and work through them until you can get to a space of calm, peace, and love. Remember, the reason you're upset is not because this person has violated your boundary. It's most likely because you haven't set proper boundaries and that you still aren't speaking your truth. So when you can own that and take responsibility for your emotions, you can explain your boundary from a place of love and set clear consequences for what would happen if it isn't honored. And that takes up way less energy and time. So when you have the boundary conversation, don't be afraid to share that you're doing this out of a place of love. So an example is you could say something like, look, this is a boundary issue for me, and I'm not comfortable with this going on. If it continues, then this is what I'm going to do. I think that you're wonderful, amazing, and I just value our relationship so much. So this is why I want to be clear and straightforward about this. Boom. Bingo, bango. Clear, loving, kind. And that feels so much better than doing out of a place of anger or frustration. So circling back to what I said about manipulating someone else's behavior, this is not the point of a boundary, and I can't say this enough. We're not here to control other people. Remember that the other person in the relationship gets to choose how they will act, and they will always do that. So when you set a clear boundary, this isn't – and it isn't honored, you'll need to follow through on your consequences. Many people think that they're doing this from a place of frustration and anger because maybe you're thinking thoughts like, what the hell? I set a clear boundary and you're still coming over without calling and forcing me to lock the door. (laughs) Like the thing is, no one is forcing you to do anything that you don't want to do. It's your boundary and your consequence, and you need to enforce it from a place of love and peace and calm. There is no need to ridicule the other person or make them wrong for their behavior. That doesn't feel good, and it's totally unnecessary. Remember, this is for you, and this is how you want to be taking care of yourself and has nothing against the other person. Be clear and uphold your boundary. It's your responsibility to uphold that boundary. Sometimes people are going to continue to violate the boundary because in the past, you haven't followed through on the consequence. So when you honor and take care of yourself by enforcing your boundary, that's going to change for you. All right, my friends. So the last thing that I want to talk about are signs that you're not ready to set a boundary. So number one, if you're not in a peaceful, loving, kind place, that is not ideal to set a boundary. If you're trying to manipulate someone else's behavior for your own benefit to avoid having the difficult conversation about the consequence, you're not ready for a boundary. If you're blaming or you're in a negative headspace or you're frustrated, you're not ready to set a boundary. And most importantly, if you're trying to delete someone from your life, it is not time to set a boundary. So a lot of times people will come to me and they have decided they are done with a person. A lot of time this is a family member and they want to delete them. Cancel culture. Delete them from their life. And they are asking for help with boundaries. And having this need to delete people who trigger something negative within you is totally understandable. However, it's not a boundary issue. I want you to consider the idea that the people who trigger you can be your best teacher. And I know this is sometimes really hard to hear, but hear me out on this. I know that we don't want difficult people being in our lives. I get it. It can be an energy suck, energy vampire. I'm there. I understand. I hear you. However, if you step back and examine the situation, the people who set us off the most are able to do so because we don't know how to set boundaries or we haven't properly done so. So going back to the example of my former boss, I can now sit here and say he is one of my greatest teachers because I will never allow someone to yell at me the way that he used to yell at me. Now, if I deleted him out of my life at that time, I wouldn't have learned this lesson. I get it. Removing such people from your life is way easier. However, you miss out an opportunity to understand your boundaries and where and how to properly set them. So you're missing out on this opportunity to really understand yourself. So before you delete someone out of your life, asking yourself a powerful question can change everything. So what are some powerful questions that you can ask yourself? You can ask yourself, what can I learn from this relationship? This is really powerful, especially if it's a family member or someone that you've known for a very long time. Another question you can ask is how can I use this as an opportunity to take care of myself and create a real authentic relationship through a conversation? Really consider those things before you set a boundary. Number one, if you're trying to delete someone, you're not ready to set a boundary. If you're not in a clear, loving, kind place, you're not ready to set a boundary. If you're trying to control or manipulate so you feel better, you're not ready to set a boundary. So always check in. You want to set a boundary when you're in a clear headspace. So my final thoughts about creating healthy boundaries for your mental health is sometimes we're the ones that have made the boundary violation. And this can be challenging as well. For many of us, A violation triggers thoughts such as, oh, my God, I did something wrong or bad, or this person doesn't want me in my life. And these thoughts typically cause us to create a lot of drama around the situation. And then we spend so much time and energy wasted ruminating. So I want to invite a different way of looking at this. If someone sets a boundary with you, and I know I've experienced this, when someone sets a boundary with me, at first I'm like, whoa, and then I manage my thoughts, I understand what's going on, and then I'm like, I respect the hell out of that person for having the courage to set the boundary with me. The fact that the person has taken the time to share their truth with you is awesome, and it gives you permission to do the same. Being able to do this is intimate and it can be so challenging. And the fact that the person was able to do so says a lot about how they value your relationship. So setting a boundary requires more courage than simply eliminating someone from your life. And setting a boundary requires more courage than continuing to just harbor resentment. So if someone sets a boundary, I want you to just invite the thought that it's a gift And if you find yourself overanalyzing it, remind yourself that it's not against you, it's for them and it's for your relationship. And that's amazing. Really, boundaries are incredible and they're amazing. And I know from experience, they are so hard to implement. It's a beautiful tool that can create intimacy in your relationships rather than blocking it out. Your boundaries don't have to keep people out of your life. It just simply keeps those people from violating important spaces from within. So when you're setting boundaries, I want you to remember it's about telling the truth to ourselves and to the people in our lives. Also, remember, following through on the consequence 100% of the time is very important to making this tool effective. So if you are willing to have the courage to honor yourself, tell the truth, and ultimately protect yourself and your energy, you will have an increased amount of peace, calm, intimacy in your life. And who doesn't want more of that? So if you want any help with setting boundaries, holla at your girl. I have one spot available for June. One spot. So, I would love the opportunity to talk to you and figure out if I can help manage whatever you are going through because you are not meant to do life alone, my friend. And I am here to support you every step of the way. Right. So, yesterday was the roundup of Be Kind to Your Mind challenge. And now the real work. Starts. The challenge was to prove to yourself that you could commit to tiny action steps for your mental and emotional well being. And now you get to prove to yourself that you are important and you matter by continuing these habits on. So, again, if you need any support or love in this, let me know I am here for you. I am not just saying that. I am here for you because my purpose is to help elevate the consciousness of our world and you help me do that by just even listening to this podcast. So I'm forever grateful for you, my friend. If you need anything, like I said, send me a message. You can text me now. My number is in the show notes, so send me a text message. You will never get spam from me. You will only get positivity and love and sometimes some tough love, whatever you need to hear. I got you. I hope you have a beautiful day and we continue on this year with the strength and resilience that we started this year with. All right. Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, but also be human. Let your light shine because you're so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.